this is Yesenia Diaz and I want to share with you what True Stories and True Words is doing this week and the life lesson I learned today. First off, I'm going to start with today's life lesson or my life lesson that I learned today. And I have noticed that I am very, very well rested. The great thing about realizing that is, and the reason I have realized this is because I knew that I wasn't. And it took me a very long time to realize this. And I have to share this story with you on how this happened. When I was younger, I've always had anxiety and stress. And, you know, it's very easy for me to get stressed out. But it wasn't such a big deal or it was less likely for me to be stressed out after I got saved and I became more relaxed and more trusting toward what God does and who God is. But my stress mostly came from around the time we moved into our second apartment I remember that we had rented a room in a basement. Uh, We were lied to about the amenities, but we still paid a pretty decent price monthly for the room. We were promised a lot and a lot of things were going to change and didn't happen. And I remember our first two nights in that apartment and I remember clearly having no bed, no covers, nothing. And... I had to buy an airbed before my husband came home from work. I was the only one who could before the stores closed. And we spent $200 on an airbed that we didn't want to buy, but we needed to buy. I remember having no covers, and it was the beginning of winter, and we slept in the cold, wrapped in our jackets and our coats and all that. But, you know, I wasn't stressed during that time. But that's just the beginning of that story. And I remember, you know, four months have passed and we were promised to move upstairs into our new apartment room and the roommate who had promised that had changed his mind. And, you know, that's all fine and all that, but he gave us only a week and a half to move out. And it's New York City. It's very hard to find a place to live in a week and a half. And, you know, eventually we did... And it took about two weeks. With all that, this man wanted a refund. We wanted our direct deposit bag. It was just a big, big thing. There was a lot of lies and a lot of stress. And it was then that I realized that I was stressed and I was not at rest at all. I had a lot of things going on, uh, not knowing where I was going to live or if I was going to get kicked out, if the roommate was going to lock us out, change the locks. It's very scary, especially in New York City. You have no idea what anybody can do. At the same time, my husband and I were going through a lot during that summer. That was last year, and so it's been a year, and it was really bad. We were talking about, you know, divorce and what our next steps are from possibly separating. And I'm glad that we never went through with that and we stuck with it. And just, you know, if you stick and stay, it's bound to pay, they say. And I believe that's true. But going back to that, that stress plus the moving stress, not knowing where to live, and, you know, that's financial stress also, really, really triggered a lot in me. The biggest thing was my appearance, 
your appearance and your health can tell you if there's a problem with you. The biggest problem with people's health nowadays is stress. Stress can cause multiple things in your body. I mean, I'm not a doctor or scientist. I believe that it can cause most likely cancer, um, bone decay, and weakness in your body, especially in your appearance. You can see such a difference from someone's face who is stressed and has anxiety and constant anxiety, and someone who's generally happy and carefree and living life to the fullest. A stressed person, and I can tell you this because that was me, has bags under their eyes, their skin becomes pale, uh, dry, and, you know, acne, acne everywhere. And that was me. And you can't keep the weight off. You can't sleep. And it's just horrible, just horrible when you live a life of stress and anxiety. But you know what's crazy? The crazy thing is a year had passed and that stress and anxiety that I had was my normal everyday anxiety and I thought I was living normal. I had it had been so long that I've been living that way that I thought it was normal. And everything changed until I went to California to open a restaurant in LAX airport. And if you're curious about what that restaurant is called, it's called Shake Shack. I've been working there for mm, close to two years, and I really love that job. And I, you know, handle that while I podcast. But I had about three weeks paid to work and open another shack. And it was such a great opportunity for me. Yes, I had work, and it wasn't a vacation per se, but... I was by myself. It was just me and, you know, I didn't have to handle my husband, which I love him to death. But sometimes as a wife, you need to, I don't know if you need to, maybe I do, but it feels good to just do your own thing for a bit and realize, wow, like I make such small things a big deal that aren't that important. It's, and you don't realize that till that, till your husband or spouse is gone or like if, someone passes away, you don't realize what you could have done or what you could do better or what isn't, what fights aren't that much of a big deal compared to making the time that you do have with that person more valuable or special or fun. So I had many epiphanies in California. I realized that I was never relaxed. In California, I slept more than I ever slept. I focused on just me. I was outside in the warm weather, unlike New York City during that time. It just started to become summer in New York, but, you know, we just came through the winter. If you had to learn or know anything about me, I absolutely hate the winter and the cold. It's depression. Anyway, I learned that I was not well rested. I was not at peace, and my body was on a anxiety buzz every day and I had no idea I had no idea at all and you know how I knew like I said since I was young I've suffered with panic attacks anxiety stress um look I was the type of kid that I could imagine someone breaking into my room at night before bed and I would never sleep never 
I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I was when I was little. And I still remember those things. Anyway, to not keep on venting or letting things out, um, I knew that something had changed in my body when my chest wasn't tight anymore. I could tell the difference between my chest being tight and my chest not being tight. And I was living a life where for a whole year I was living stressed out. My chest was tight and I had no idea. It was so bad. I thought it was normal. I didn't even know it was there. And the only time I could feel my chest relax in New York City is right before bed. And I knew, well, that's not really cool. But you know what? I didn't have time to think about that because I had to go to sleep. Tomorrow's another day. I have to get things done. Articles, work, training, you know what I mean? Like... You just didn't have time to think about it. But you know what? What really, like, California made me aware of this. But my vacation in Puerto Rico, I went 10 days, really helped me let it go. And a vacation is necessary sometimes, especially through a year, especially after a year of stress and dealing with new environments, people, finances and your spouse and just going away with with your spouse is amazing it takes like just forgetting everything leaving everything behind can take the weight off of your shoulders and as much as I'm a Christian I can't always say I can give everything to God I'm still learning I'm still young at this and I always want to do things my way or I want to handle it before I get to God since I always feel God has more important people to work with than me. But, you know, I realized after Puerto Rico that I need to start giving him my things, my worries, my anxieties. I got to stop thinking that this is okay. Once I got back to New York City, I just relaxed myself. You know, some things are not that important. And although... My schedule didn't change or nothing didn't change. It wasn't like it was the end of the world anymore. Things that came up, it's not the end of the world. God has got me through all these things, all these years. He's flown me across the country and I'm safe. Been through so many things and I'm still here. And if you're still here today, you have a purpose. Whatever that purpose may be, it's implanted in your heart. And that's why you're still here. And it's our job to carry that purpose out. And anything else besides that purpose isn't necessary to do. Just handle that. Carry that with you every day. Take responsibility for your purpose and accomplish that. Even if it's a little at a time. And I realized that that was my biggest stress as a millennial. You can imagine your success happening tomorrow. But in reality, it could happen in 5 to 10 to 20 years from now. And it's going to take a lot of work. But you know what? That's okay. Because I can just enjoy my life until then. And that's what I've come to realize that although I'm not where exactly I want to be at, I can still enjoy my life today and tomorrow and the next day. And it's just going to get better and better and better. And it's going to get better for you too. Well, that's the end of that story, but I still want to share with you what true stories and true works is heading into the new direction. And they say that you can become a millionaire if you solve a million problems. And I'm not necessarily saying that I'm going to 
do or expand True Works for the money, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I've started thinking about what True Works is problem, what problems True Works is going to solve, and I believe that you know sites like WikiHow or WikiLeaks or whatever, whoever, or even eHow, you know they solve problems and the step by steps are great. But you know what I would love if I can hear someone's story about a problem I'm going through and just hear their side of it and what they did to get out of it. And that's really what TrueWorks is going to be or what I want it to be or True Stories. And it's a collection or a collection of stories and ideas and just people wanting to help or encourage or empower other people through what they've gone through and just sharing that online. And in books and media, but we'll see how that goes. But that's what I'm looking forward to. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day, night, or whenever, or whatever time you're listening to this. Um, if you are interested in following me, you can follow me on Twitter at WhyTheGreatDS and TrueWorks on Twitter at TrueThatWorks. Please feel free to visit TrueThatWorks the website, which is true.works. And if you would like to get in contact with me, you can email me at ydias at true.works. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.